0: Every day, a small group of people are making quantum leaps forward, building wealth faster than most dream possible, almost like they have the Midas touch. On Breakaway Wealth, we'll unlock the secrets to breaking out of the herd, thinking big and building wealth on our own terms. And now let's join our host, the creator of Create Tailwind and your abundance advocate, Jim Oliver. Welcome back. This is Jim Oliver. And with me today is, well, nobody. I don't have a guest today. I don't have a co-host. It's just you and me, audience, and we're gonna have a a great discussion about a couple of pages and the concepts in my favorite book, "Becoming Your Own Banker" by my friend and mentor R. Nelson Nash. And we're gonna just talk about the arrival syndrome. It seems like I haven't. I don't run into this as much as I used to, but. This arrival syndrome, Nelson says, this phenomenon probably limits the achievements of mankind more than anything else. Now, if you believe that to be true, which I do, then you have to really understand the arrival syndrome. The story that Nelson tells in the book is a story about Ed Deming. And now, Ed Deming, he went to the American... Car manufacturers after World War II, and he tried to explain to them that improving the quality over and over and over again, trying to get better all the time, what Tony Robbins calls Kanai, constant and never-ending improvement. He wanted to show the American automakers this concept, and you know what they said? But we're already doing that, and they weren't doing that. The quality wasn't there. So what he did is he went to Japan and showed Japan how to do this with their automakers. And their economy was non-existent, as Nelson says in the book. They were flat on their backs is the way that he describes it. But the Japanese had one thing, is they they already knew about discipline and delaying gratification. And so they were willing to listen. And then what he did is he he showed them how to improve quality and keep on improving it. And we all know what happened in the seventies and eighties. And till today, what happened with American companies that finally adapted that and the Japanese that were way ahead of them, there was a long time where a Japanese car was much more reliable than a American car. And those same, those same concepts they brought the Japanese manufacturers brought to America and showed, Americans how to do this in their factories and many business schools in America now seeing the praises of Ed Deming. Well that's interesting because originally they didn't need to know any of that. It's kind of like one of the things that happens when you show somebody infinite banking if I have the arrival syndrome then I just say well I already you know I already know about that or I already understand that or etc. And it's really a fatal mistake because Daniel Borson said that the greatest obstacle to discovering the shape of the earth, the continents and the oceans was not ignorance. It was the illusion of knowledge, the illusion of knowledge. I think I know everything that I need to know. I know how to build wealth. I know I don't need to know how to be my own banker. I don't need to know about this infinite banking concept. And this is the hardest job for people that have this syndrome, okay? And this is one of the the human conditions that Nelson talks about in the book. And we have to overcome this or there's just no way that we're going to be a successful implementer of the infinite banking concept. Nelson also has another quote in there. It says, if you understand what's happening, you'll know what to do, okay? And that comes from a Fortune magazine article on economic value added from September 1993. All right, so that's the arrival syndrome. Do you ever find yourself having the arrival syndrome? I think we all do at times. I already know that. Yeah, I know that if I eat less calories, I mean, like, we we just poo-poo somebody's new ideas. But the next thing is probably, even for people that are doing infinite banking, as critical Or more critical to your success or failure becoming your own banker. So use it or lose it. And it's one of the basic understandings that Nelson teaches us about the infinite banking concept in the book, Becoming Your Own Banker, right? And it's closely tied to the arrival syndrome. And remember, when we go back through all of the points that Nelson addresses, Parkinson's Law, Willie Sutton's Law, the Golden Rule, the Arrival Syndrome, and now use it or lose it. You have to overcome human nature. This is human nature. All right. So the Arrival Syndrome produces a comfort zone that causes people to lapse into their old way of doing things, a lifetime of accumulated information that determines how one conducts itself. Now, that's what happens as you set up your policy. And you start to capitalize and you don't use it. Well, if you don't use it, then all of a sudden you start to go back in your own ways. It's why people lose weight then gain weight back. You know, they they do this yo-yo. Well, with your wealth, you don't want to do a yo-yo, right? So Nelson quotes in here, he says, what I'm teaching is the equivalent to teaching that the world is round when most folks think that it is flat. So we think, what do most people think? Most people think the most important thing is to get a high rate of return. And we're showing people that it's not about that high rate of return. It's not about the rate, right? It's about the flow of money. We have to get money to flow back to us and we have to recapture interest that we would have paid to someone else or lost opportunity costs, lost earnings that we would lose by paying cash. If we can reverse that flow, now we can build our own personal monetary system and nothing leaks out. No one profits from our activity, only us, right? Okay, so going back to this article about EVA, In the September 1993 issue of Fortune Magazine. And if anybody wants this article, just go to our website and type in your your email, your name, and your email address, and we'd be happy to send you a copy of this. This is for clients and prospects and people that are just thinking about infinite banking. This will help you understand a little bit more about infinite banking. But EVA, Economic Value, and all the concept amounts to is this the recognition that. Of the fact that your capital has a cost of money as well as that which has been borrowed from the banks, meaning your money is just as valuable as the bank's money. And it's the very first point that Nelson makes in his book in the basic understandings page of becoming your own banker. Okay, so our money has value, it has a cost, right? Now, this is one thing that Coca-Cola learned, and it made them one of the most admired companies in America. So, read that article. Again, if you want it, go to our website. We'll get it for you. But EVA works, but not if you make these common mistakes. That was the title of a follow-up article in Fortune magazine in May of 1995. So he said, these are the common mistakes. They don't make it a way of life. So if you don't make infinite banking a way of life and really use it, then you're not going to get the benefits. The second point in the article is most managers try to implement EVA too fast. We want things now. Now I'm writing a couple of books and one of the stories that I'm using in one of the books is the marshmallow experiment. This is from Stanford and what they did, I'll give you the really quick version of this, is they put these kids in a room and they gave them a marshmallow. You could have one marshmallow right now or if you waited 15 minutes, you could have two marshmallows and they left the room. The kids that chose to wait 15 minutes and have two marshmallows, those kids were way more successful in life. Now, there'll be more details in the upcoming book, and you can go online and you can Google the marshmallow experiment. It's, it's actually pretty fascinating. Delaying gratification. We have to delay gratification to succeed. Same in using infinite banking and becoming our own banker. The third point that are common mistakes is the boss lacks conviction. Now, what I, what I see by this is if you educate yourself by listening to this podcast, reading the books, reading the articles on createtailwind.com, working with the coaches at createtailwind.com, you'll gain conviction by gaining education. The more you understand, the more you'll be convicted that this is the right way to handle your money in your personal monetary system. Managers fuss too much now you know something's wrong i mean like they they want to find something wrong whether their loan didn't get processed in 2 or 3 days or you know the i i forgot about that i have to pay the insurance company interest while my money's growing in this tax free account potentially tax free account so that's another that's the fourth point and then the fifth point is training gets a short shrift so that's i think the biggest thing What are you doing to train yourself? We're helping you. We're here to help you. We have articles. We have videos. We have all of these things on createtale.com that will help you become a better banker for your own banking system. Now, here's the thing that I think is really funny is I don't know how often this happens, but I'm going to say on a regular basis. I'll get somebody to call me or they'll send me a spreadsheet and they'll say something about interest rates. And that's really one of the things is is developing these new habits and then constantly trying to fall back into the old ways of doing things. And if you take the posture of thinking that the matter is a function of interest rates, it's a fatal error. It has nothing to do with interest rates. It has to do with recognizing where the money is flowing to and failure to charge interest to yourself for the things that you buy using your own banking system. So you're focusing on the interest rates, not the interest that you're charging yourself. And you think that you want to charge yourself less than the bank when you really want to charge yourself more than the bank. And if you don't understand that point, you got to go back and read Nelson's book. And if you haven't read Nelson's book, How to Become Your Own Banker by R. Nelson Nash. Again, if you sign up for a one-on-one coaching session, we'll give you the book. It's free, okay? So I don't even want to say it's a X dollar value because it's invaluable. What the book will teach you is invaluable. What you will learn from working with us and letting us help you is invaluable to you, your family, the next generation of your family, the next generation after that this is that important. Okay. So to sum this up, infinite banking is just like economic value added to be effective. You have to make it a way of life and you have to use it or you're going to lose it. You're going to lose the benefit. You're going to, and we go through examples of this every day with clients and we show them if they use it, here are the great benefits But if you don't use it, then you're not going to get those benefits. So we have to make sure that we use it. If you don't know how to use it, then you need some coaching. We're here for that. We're here for you to teach you how to use your infinite banking system. Whether you're using it to get out of debt, whether you're using it for your business to buy equipment and uh, maybe your floor plan, your building, your taxes, employee benefits, any of those things, you need a coach. You gotta use it. If you don't have any debt and you're trying to use this to go buy assets that are gonna cash flow so that you become financially independent and you don't fall into that retirement trap, which remember, the definition of retirement is to be taken out of service To become financially independent, if you're using your infinite banking system for that, which we are the experts to show you how to do that. If you want to go out and buy real estate or businesses or franchises or whatever it is to generate passive cash flow, passive income, if you're using it for that, you have to use it. And we have to have some delayed gratification. We have to remember the lessons from Ed Deming for of constant and never-ending improvement and constant and never-ending growth in our banking system. Because we want our banking system to be as big as we can possibly get it. And we want as much money flowing back to us as we can get. All right. Well, thank you very much for this episode. And next week, we're going to have a great guest, And I won't tell you who it is right now, but we're going to have a great guest who's going to talk about common mistakes in the infinite banking system, people implementing the infinite banking system, I should say, and common mistakes that people use with infinite banking concept. We're going to get back to some real estate stuff in the coming weeks. Really excited to bring this information to you guys. And until next time, I'm Jim Oliver. Thank you for joining me. Want to become your own banker and build wealth on your own terms? We'd love to help. Go to createtailwind.com to learn more and schedule a complimentary consultation.